I mean, you're not bare bones, but you're <laughs> like in, in, in exactly that and like nothing else. I know. Welcome to Devil Fruit Podcast. It's it's me, the ghost of Devil Fruit Past, Jacob. Hi, and my name is Joe. <laughs> oh, are you not a ghost? Hmm? Are you not a ghost? I... Ooh. <laughs> it's Halloween! <laughs> wow. It's, it's Halloween! Everybody out there in their costumes, hopefully anime-related costumes, eh? There's probably a lot and, of anime uh, costumes out there. Well, I, I mean, shit, dog. You can walk into a spirit and fucking get a Naruto costume nowadays. I've All walked these, into Spencer's. You know, practically yeah. got a Naruto costume. Yeah, like all these fucking, all these young kids out here with all their fucking privilege. Yeah. Back in my day, I had to walk uphill two in both directions through snow, through snow. To then build my Goku cosplay from scratch with my hands. Yeah, and now you youngins walk into a Walmart and grab a wig and a gi off the fucking rack. <laughs> I don't know if I like the way you said rack. <laughs> so I've got a top five list, Joe. Yeah, what is and, it? And, and since it's Halloween. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I've got a I got a I got a spooky list for you. A little little scary list. Oh really? Yeah, a little bit. I mean like kind of like it's not I mean it's not it's kind of it's kind of in there. This is top 5 moments that anime protagonists sent chills down my spine. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, well, does it have to be in a spooky way? Or is it like, I mean, I could have some good things happen and get chills down my spine, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a possibility. Never mind. I'm going to let you go. <laughs> <laughs> I I get shivers uh, a lot. I don't know, man. I, <laughs> never mind. This is your list. Um, so, I, this was my working like Spotify title because the original title of this that I wrote um, was top five moments anime protagonists were scary as fuck but I thought that's probably not a good thing to put in the title so that's why I, that shifted in my brain and I thought like yeah like get, like when it, something gives you chills in that like intimidating way was the, where my brain went. But apparently you're over there just having chills of euphoria. Um, I'm just saying it's possible. Yeah? It happens with music sometimes, yeah. Right. That's not what I meant. That's, that's, that's not, that's, this is like the, 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 the spooky chills. The chills that you get when you're out in the woods alone and you hear a sound that just didn't sound quite right. Mm-hmm. The type okay. of chills you get when you're in an abandoned, uh, uh, I don't know, just any building, really. Yeah. And 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 you 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 hear like the creak of a door, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, I know. 
Dude, that you ever been in a school kind of at night? Have you been in a school at night? Yeah. Awesome. Well, my mom's a teacher. Oh, yeah. Dude, sometimes those School's hallways when they're scary, dark, yeah. especially like as a little kid and stuff, like when everything's, yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah, just like yeah. big, yeah. like, dude, with none of the lights on and stuff, like it's, or like, you know, the every once in a while, like the emergency light. Like one that does not make it. That actually makes it worse. No, yeah, it just casts yeah. like weird shadows and stuff, dude. I've had yeah, some yeah, scary yeah, moments. Yeah, at school, like yeah. yeah. So exactly like that, or or you know like that feeling that you get when you get up in the middle of the night to go drink some water or go to the bathroom, mm. and then you've turned on like one light, but then you need to turn that light off to go back to bed. The light switch is just not near your bedroom door. It's not close so you enough. Gotta, it's not close enough. So then you turn it off and immediately you feel just the fucking, just the, 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 the demon of your worst nightmares just barreling towards you behind you. That's never actually there, but you just feel that it is. And it forces you to dash back to your bed every time. Mm-hmm. You know, especially mm. bad if you had any kind of stairs in any situation. That makes it a lot worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something about the stairs, you just feel like someone's going to chase you up the stairs. I don't know why. The first time I had a reoccurring nightmare in my life was in a in a house with stairs. See? Yeah. Actually, uh, all of my worst, uh, uh, like, paranormal experiences that I've ever occur ever had in my life, and I'm a person that doesn't, like, really believe in that kind of stuff. But the stuff that has happened to me that is unexplained, that has like fucked with me for my entire life, yeah, all happened in a house with stairs. So basically, what I'm learning is that ghosts fucking love stairs. Um, anyway, a lot of people die on stairs. Anyway, true. Uh, top five list: <laughs> anime protagonists. You know, and this is like generally protagonists that I, like are are not like inherently like scary okay. um not like i wouldn't say that that's like a hundred percent but you'll kind of see what what would i mean as we go sure 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 this sure, is sure. this is uh in in order all right and, and, and and these are like moments so i'm kind of talking about like particular scenes or sure. like sure multiple scenes that are all kind of part of the same thing yeah um and that's what we're doing so number five uh something that's a little more a little more light Compared to the other ones, but okay. I still find it to be a scene that is like, it does give me a just a little, just a just a just a teeny little chill, just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, because it because always gets me because it's 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 like my favorite scene. This is from One Punch Man, a show that hmm. is not scary <laughs> at all. Sure, um, but particularly there's this one scene. That is a a, a very good scene that I, I know everybody knows right off the top of their head right when I say it. And that is the scene where Genos decides to ask Saitama to uh, basically fight him so that he can try to understand how Saitama is so strong. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When he says, fight me for real, for real. Fight me for real, for real. They're like out in a canyon. Yeah. And and I I did rewatch all of these scenes uh, as well, just to get it back in my head. Sure. And um, this... 
This scene's awesome. I love this scene. This is genuinely my favorite scene from the first season of One Punch Man. Mm. Um, it's just like a super sick fight. It Genos really is. is is super intimidating and powerful, and the moves and everything are so cool. But the part that gives me that get that gives me chills, and it's and it's really well done how they do it, is the part when about like I'd say ninety percent through the fight. Geno stops and he's like, teacher, remember what I said. I said that you got to dodge everything that you can dodge and you got to, you know, do this and this. But I also said that you got to fight me until I am unable to fight anymore. Yeah. So don't hold back. Show me no mercy. And then he goes for a huge fucking explosion blast. And then Saitama instant transmissions behind him. Yeah. And then all you see is Saitama in pure shadow with just pure white eyes rolling up for a punch. And then it, the screen goes black and the kanji for death in blood red. Oh, that's right. Dude, I forgot about this. Yeah. It appears on the screen and then it comes back and now Saitama and him and his fist engulf the entire background behind Genos. Yeah. And then Saitama pulls the punch right before it hits his face. The wind blasts past them. Mm-hmm. And it like and takes like, down a mountain or something, well, right? So I'm getting there. So it blasts past them. Yeah. And then Saitama just like flicks him on the nose. And he's like, I'm hungry. Let's go get some food. And he starts walking away. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Genos, like, kind of sits there for a second. And he's like, you know, I, 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 I strive to be the most powerful, but I, I never, I can never fathom being as powerful as him. And as he's saying this in his monologue, he like turns his shoulder towards where the all the all the 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 momentum like shifted mm-hmm. all the wind yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. i love the shot because it's just his eyes and you see his eyes like kind of turn and then like look and start to realize what he's looking at and then they open up really slow to like 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 they widen and then you just get this shot of the entire fucking mountain that they were in the canyon of just yeah. being gone <laughs> yeah and that's like there's a lot of scenes and a lot of like shonen stuff that do stuff like this. Sure. Um, but this one in particular just gets me because it's like one of the first moments that we start to see like what what is a serious punch? Yeah. 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 Um and and it's like if you're like in in it in the show, you're like just having that moment with yourself where you're like, holy shit. <laughs> this guy's like scary. Like, if he wasn't his exact personality, this is terrifying. <laughs> um, True. And that's, like, what I mean by it's, like, a little chill. Not, like, a ton. But it is just, like, the way that they convey that scene is I why. I totally forgot about the red kanji vibe. and, like, the, yeah, the, the yeah, death yeah. and stuff. But now that you said it, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. I, like, remember it vividly. Yeah, yeah it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just my favorite scene. And a little, little... Tingly, little spine tingle. I like that um, for a number five. Okay. Yeah. 
right? Just just sliding in. We're not there yet, but we're like getting there, you know, just, just to give you a vibe of like what I'm talking about. Sure. Okay. Number four. This is from Vindland Saga. Okay. Oh, fuck. And there's plenty of scenes I could have chosen from this. Oh, yeah. Um, but I particularly always think about the scene right at the beginning of the show. Um, if you haven't seen Vinland Saga, uh, there, this is a, I guess I'd call it a light spoiler because this is like episode two. Um, but like, it's been out for a while. Like, go watch it. And if you don't want to hear it, then please skip um, because it's worth not hearing me spoil anything. Um, so in episode two is where Tors, the father of Torfin, mm-hmm. um, he gets called to come back to war by a bunch of his guys that he used to battle with and used to command. Yeah. And he ends up going out with them as well as a bunch of like the young men from his village who don't know what they're getting into, but all are just thinking about like, you know, the glory of being a warrior and Valhalla and all that. And, but they're like, obviously not warriors and they all go out. And, and as we know, the whole thing was essentially like a, uh, a sting to yes. block in the ship and kill Tors mm-hmm. as well as everybody else on the ship. And, and this was all put together by Ascalad. Um, so they, so that happens. Um, Tors like, does take down a bunch of the guys uh, and doesn't kill any of them um, like a fucking badass. But eventually he gets killed as well as all the other young men on the ship. Mm-hmm. And Tortafine happened to get on the ship as well, uh, kind of stowed in. And uh, he ends up surviving because he like hides, I believe. Um, and the scene that I'm talking about that gives me fucking chills is after uh, they've killed everyone, the the other um, Vikings commanded by Askeladd take the ship and they start sailing back to, you know, wherever the fuck. And they're all just like having a cheery old time, laughing about shit and talking about how they fucking killed him and all that and being like, ah, oh, yeah, we got another ship, ah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Just having a good old time. And then... Uh, it cuts to these. It cuts to a shot where uh, uh, Torfine is still on the ship, under like un, like inside the ship, like kind of curled up next to some barrels, and he's sobbing about his father's death. And then you see the break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He has this moment where he looks up and he's got tears, but his eyes don't. His eyes look cold, and he's like. And, and and he, he I forget exactly the words that he says, but then he he gets up and he and he like goes out on top of the ship. And I love the way that they shot this, or you know, animated it, quote unquote, shot it. You know what I mean? Like yes. the way that they put together these shots, because basically, like it cuts back to the guys, like the randos on the other ships that are just having a jolly time. And then one of the guys like looks over to his right, and he's like, "Huh?" And it just cuts to like a, a long like a like a like a wide shot of the ship and Torfine is just suddenly standing 
on top of the ship and his eyes are, are in shadow and you can't like you can't see his face mm-hmm. and it's like foggy and it's like you, you know and it's like just creepy it's like oh that's like it's because it's like a jolt you'd think you would have like if, if they if they wanted it to be like less tense like you would have had a little bit of a shot of him like walking up or something but it's like no he's already there you're like oh fuck okay and then the guys kind of like look at him and they're like oh shit that's the kid and then they start like you know like they call Ascalot up and he's looking at him and they're all goofing and gaffing it's like oh look at this fucking kid oh he's got a little dagger mm-hmm. what are you fucking gonna do yeah, like hit badgering him on and then he kind of like clenches and he like builds up and he's like why would you do this I'm gonna kill all of you mm-hmm. and then he starts fucking screaming at the top of his lungs I'm gonna kill you and he like even like puts his whole fucking body into it and like clenches down and yeah. he says it again yeah. and then he looks up and all of the guys that were laughing they all stop laughing and they look at him and they're like, whoa, look at the kid's eyes. And it just gives you this fucking super close up shot. Mm-hmm. And it's just Torfine, like that pure animalistic rage, like just like tears, snot, like fucking um, uh, like uh, uh, spit, like all like oozing. Yeah. And it's just this like and, and and everybody just is like like it like he for being a powerless child, just the way that they convey it and the way that he acted in that moment, and the fact that like even the fucking full adult Viking guys are like, Wow, I'm actually like a little freaked out right now. <laughs> like they're like, Oh shit, this kid's fucking for real. No, that's a gr- it's a great scene. Absolutely. And that's, yeah, that scene. That scene's chilling in a lot of ways. Like it, it's the sound, the 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 voice acting, um, the the way that it's shot and animated, um, and also just in context of just like you get like that moment is the moment that you get to watch. You 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 watch a you watch a kid break. Yes, like that's the moment that he's never the same. Yeah, he's he snaps. Like he he is now a cold-blooded killer. Like, that is all that's in his head. And, I don't know, man. That scene, that scene fucks me up. That scene's intense. No, I'm, that's I'm that's, right yeah. with you. It's a yeah. very well done. It's super yeah. well done, yes. So, yes. Chills, baby. Chills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that scene. Number three. So, now we're getting into a realm where, uh, 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 People will actually be dying in these scenes. Okay? Sure. Okay. So that one was just a threat of death mm-hmm. <laughs> or a promise, you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like <laughs> some real shit's going down. Okay. Number three is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And Ooh, I hope I know what you're going to say. The scene that I chose mm-hmm. is Roy Mustang. Yes. Incinerating. Energy. Yes. Fuck. I have not seen, yes. I have not seen I have not seen Full Metal Alchemist in a long time. And I rewatched the scene 
knowing all the context, of course, because the context is that Envy murdered Hughes. Yes. And and murdered him in a very fucked up way. Oh, super cruel. Um, super cruel way. Because Envy's whole thing is just a disdain for humanity. That's yeah. that's his thing. Um, and Roy obviously has like he has it out for Envy for like a huge chunk of the series. Um, and this is like the moment that you finally, like he finally gets to fucking like do it, you know? Yeah. Um, what I like about this scene and what I feel like makes it very bone chilling is that Roy's a very like cool guy character, you know, he's like harsh and he's intense. Um, but he's always like, he always like keeps his cool pretty well generally um and he's very intimidating obviously because he's shown to be very powerful very mm -hmm. early on mm -hmm. um and this is like the big moment where like you get to see roy mustang like lose it like yeah. he's not okay yeah um and he's not like a blubbering mess though that's what's so scary about it is that while because the way that the scene starts is that like uh, uh, Hawkeye finds Envy and Envy tried to uh, act as if he was Roy Mustang um, mm -hmm. but then Hawkeye like tricks him and then she starts shooting at him and uh, as she's doing that uh, uh, you know they're kind of fighting back and forth and Envy gets a couple of licks in and whatever and she's like just shooting him up a storm but it's not doing much because he can heal yeah. and uh, at the exact moment that he like captures Hawkeye and he's like, yeah, you know, like this is done mm -hmm. out of nowhere. Huge fucking firewall. Just, just the entire section where envy is, is just flames. And then you just see Roy like slow walk out of the shadows. <laughs> yes. Roll up. Yeah. And then they start showing his eyes and they're just dead. He's got this scowl that you've never seen. Like, and then he's a guy that kind of always has a bit of a scowl on his face. Yeah. But this is like a true It's scowl. like detail on detail. It's, it's yeah. so good. Yeah. And then he tells Hawkeye to like stop being dumb and putting herself in danger and to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then, and, and even Envy is like looking at him and understands immediately, like animalistically, like, oh, I'm fucked. Like, like, <laughs> like Envy's like scared. Yeah, man. Um, Doesn't she like try to transform into Hughes? No. And like show him a different face or something? All that Envy does is try to talk a little bit more shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just tries to say some shit and then he just starts. Yeah. Flick. I just remember her screams. Flick. Oh, flick, 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 flick. Oh. And, and, and it's just, just bombardment after bombardment after bombardment and just pure terror screams. Um, and that scene's just fucking bone chilling because it's just like, I don't know, man, it's just no fucking limits. You know, it's a moment where a protagonist is like, I don't care. Yeah. There is no mercy here. Um, 
The only thing that brings the chills back a little bit is that the score during that scene is like not very intense. It's a little more like action orchestral. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, just the visuals and everything, it, it, they're just insane. Like the screams like, it, is what gets me. It's it's just Roy letting go. Yeah. And that's what's fucking terrifying about yeah. it. Yeah. And um, and like yeah. uh Hawkeye's seeing him as a soldier yes. again. Yeah. Yeah, seeing him as the soldier who fucking murdered Which so was, many yeah. people. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. it's a lot. It's that so that's again, plenty of scenes from that show. Um, like absolutely. But I mm-hmm. thought that, that was a fun one to pinpoint. That's a that's an amazing um, one. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Number two. Probably the only character who's just like a bad person. Okay. Uh, not even probably. Not even probably. Like, this is the only one. I- I'm saying like this is the only one on the list that is that. Um, other than number one, I guess there is a debate. But point being, this one's definite. Mm. This is Death Note and Light Yagami. Obviously, he's the protagonist, but he's a fucking villain. Um. I particularly chose the scene where he tricks um he tricks Naomi Misora into uh killing herself essentially. Mm. Now, it's probably been a while since you've seen Death Note, I'm assuming, Joe. Yeah, it has it's been, been a while a for while. me as well. So what I'm talking about is um there is so Naomi is the wife of one of, of of the FBI agent who was working along with the, the exact entire scene. yes the entire task force with L to find out who Kira is yes and yes. earlier in the show not very like like literally like not very much earlier but you know what I'm saying earlier in the in the narrative um him and all of the people except for L get killed by Kira and she is an ex-FBI agent, and after her husband's death, she is so distraught and so rageful towards Kira that she decides to start investigating by herself to figure out who Kira is. And obviously, Light picks up on this because he's Light, and he decides to basically, you know, find the way to kill her Mm -hmm. um, so that she's not trying to figure out who she is or who he is anymore. Mm-hmm. And this scene is is so cool and so chilling because, uh, it, uh, again, the thing that Death Note is so good at is the, it's all about the fucking suspense. And there's like a whole buildup where he is acting like, you know, he's just like this nice kid and he's trying to help her out because he's, you know, the son of the commissioner. Yeah. And... He's, like, walking around with her, talking to her about stuff, like, letting her, like, know what he knows, even though, obviously, he's hiding a bunch, but he's, like, you know, feigning all this ignorance and stuff. Yeah. And he gets a name from her, but she's smart. So she she doesn't know who to trust, and she knows that he was on the bus where she knows that uh, her husband had showed his FBI badge. So... So she doesn't know whether or not Light is Kira or not, but she knows that he he is like a suspect. So she gives him a fake name. Well, 
he had ripped out pages of the death note with him and he wrote down her 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 fake name thinking it was her real name and wrote down this like long paragraph describing like you know for her to like commit suicide in a planned way that makes it so it's like that that her body's hard to find and he does it and has it at a particular time and he keeps looking at his watch as as they're walking and he and he notices that oh she didn't die what the fuck's going on the entire time ryuk is fucking laughing like a little gremlin Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he's like why the fuck is ryuk laughing so much and then he realizes that the reason why Ryuk was laughing the entire time was because she she gave him a fake name. He's like, ah, motherfucker. Okay, so I got to figure this out. So essentially through a bunch of back and forth mind games and stuff, he eventually lies, tells her that he is a part of L's team to try to find Kira and says that, you know, and he makes up all these lies about like, oh, you know, the reason why you can't find anybody at the station is because... You know, they're all, uh, uh, you know, you know, they're all in secret. All of their identities are hidden, you know, all this stuff. And eventually he kind of gets to this point where he gets her to believe all of this. And then he says, like, you know what? I think that you're trustworthy. I think, do you want to join the team? All you need is a reference from one of the people in it. Uh, L's, um, like, like, okay. And then, a, a like a form of ID <laughs> and, uh, uh, and she's so, you know, she's so deeply motivated emotionally to figure out who Kira is because of all of the pain that she has. Yeah. That she is willing to believe him and she gives him her driver's license. And he writes it down. And then he looks at his watch one more time. And she's like, why do you keep looking at your watch? And he's like, Oh, this? Well, it's because... And he looks up, and his eyes have changed. I'm Kira. And then the whole fucking scene, like, freezes. The snow stops falling. The people stop moving. And you just see her face with, like, pure, like, distraught doom, recognizing that she's been... As, you know, like it's over. Yeah. There's no way out of this. And then she just turns and walks off to her death. And that scene to this day is one of the most fucking bone chilling. <laughs> oh, I got chills right now just remembering yeah. it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's just, yeah, the silence. And it's she just silence. walks away. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my gosh. Because, because yeah. like her eyes, like she has the terror, but then it switches one more time, I think, to where it like goes blank, like she's under the spell or yeah. whatever. And yeah. then, like, and then, and then turns and walks exactly. away. And it's like, oh no. Yeah. yeah. It's, incredible. oh, it's heart wrenching. Yeah. Very spooky. Dude, Am I right? Dude, great list so far. Okay. Yeah. I think you already know what my number one's gonna be. I yeah. I, I, know, <laughs> I have I know, a really I, good guess. I yeah. think. I know as soon as I say the name of the show, you'll definitely know. Um, yeah. You have an honorable mention you'd want to throw into the mix, <sighs> or do you want me to just hammer it home? Just go for it. 
Hunter Hunter. Mm-hmm. Gone Freaks. And everything to do with Neferpito and Kite. Yeah. 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 So this is why I brought up like it's debatable because there are some people that there's just like theories about Hunter Hunter and about how Gone is actually like kind of a evil person. Like in the sense that he's not like going out of his way to do outright evil things, but he looks at the world in a very specific way. No, um, he's he's a sociopath. That, for right, sure. That, 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 right. It's like, it's what he wants. And luckily, he's a pretty happy-go-lucky kid who generally just wants, like, not bad things. Yeah. Um, but when he does, there's just nothing that can stop him. Yeah. And, and that's where, like, the kind of terror of Gone comes from, mm-hmm. which is a crazy thing to say because there's a lot of characters in Hunter x Hunter that are terrifying. His best friend is terrifying. Oh yeah, Kilua. Kilua is terrifying. Like, like his base character characteristics are terrifying, and somehow Gon is way scarier. Mm-hmm. Because Kilua is scary in the sense that he's you know from an assassin family, and he is pretty dark, and he's willing to do crazy shit, but it's controlled. Mm-hmm. And Gon is like. I don't know, man. He's like a fucking animal. There, like, there is, there's nothing that holds back anything, and no one can stop him in a lot in a lot of the situations in Hunter Hunter. Mm-hmm. And 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 that all comes to a head when it comes to Neferpito and kites, because obviously, uh, again, for I don't know how you haven't seen Hunter Hunter yet. I mean, I guess I was in the same boat like three years ago, but whatever. Um, Go watch it. Uh, in the Chimera Ant arc, where Kite is introduced, uh, he becomes like a really cool mentor. And we end up seeing him getting killed trying to defend Gon and Killua from Neferpito. Because Neferpito is very powerful. Because this is like, you know, that's like where they're, the Chimera Ants have evolved to a stage of being where they're like absolute fucking demons. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Neferpito is like one of the first. So she ends up killing Kite and not only killing him, but um, essentially like toying with him. Not only is she like sitting with his head in her lap in that original scene Mm -hmm. and doing that. But then later, obviously, we watch as she like kind of like stitches him all back together into some weird like doll, like puppet um, as well, and we see that whole thing. And at the time, we think that he's still alive, but under some kind of Nen control. And um, obviously, way later, it turns out that that's not the case. Um, Gone. You get to see what it's like when Gone wants a bad thing uh, throughout this entire section of the Chimeriant arc. Because it goes from him being very, again, happy-go-lucky. You know, like, he, he'll he get serious when he needs to, but it's never in, like, a... in, like, a... immoral or, like... 
negative way. Like it's always like justified you know, just, somehow. It's always like a justified like you know he's trying to beat Hisoka at the battle tower. Yeah, you know, and 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 he's trying to do these things, and it's all you know, it's all because of trying to find his dad, mm-hmm. and like everything's like a, a pure like protagonist hero motivator more or less. Yeah, and his and it's like and, and not to mention like you know like Hisoka, a bad guy. So like you know you can feel the 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 dichotomy there. It's very simple, right? Yeah, it's like oh yeah, okay, he, yeah, he's a fucking villain. Gon's the hero in this situation. But now, and this is again part of why, you know, the chimera the chimera ant arc is so fucking incredible, if if a bit long-winded. Um Nefropito's a fucking bad person. You know, they're like a lot of the all the chimera ants are very, very evil. Mm-hmm. Uh they do a lot of very evil things. Um but in this scene where Gon finally finds her, it's not, uh, it doesn't really feel like that anymore. Because <laughs> suddenly Gon is emanating with an, a Nen energy that just doesn't look right. It's like black. Mm-hmm. It's got like a bit of ooze to it. And it's like his face is like, scrunched into like a scowl that you've never seen him make before and there's like all these dark shadows around him and and like he he finds her and he's and he just starts like just rage yelling about what he what she's done and all this stuff and she recognizes in the moment that she's like in a because she's trying to she's using her nen ability to try to save um uh, I'm gonna forget her name, but the blind girl. The blind girl, yeah. Um, and and because of that, she is not at her most powerful, so she's in a weakened state. Mm-hmm. And she recognizes that Gon is like intending to kill her, and and like and, and fully has the ability to. Yeah. And so she, because her mission is to save this girl for Meruem. Yeah. She ends up laying her hands down in an open posture, kneeling on the floor, trying to basically ask him to wait and he gets so pissed because of course why would he give her that mercy when she didn't give that to kite mm-hmm. and 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 he continues to rage and he starts to set up for a rokjimpo and he's and it just and it's like emanating with a power that you have not seen him use before mm-hmm. <laughs> cuz he's just kind of letting it all out yeah. Killua eventually talks him down to let her save the girl. And his decision from that point is fine, I'll do it, but I'm giving you one hour. And mm-hmm. she's like, Well, I'm gonna need a little bit more. So he's like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You get one hour, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And he kneels down and sits down and puts his leg up and he puts his arm on his leg. And that shot of him with half of his face covered. Yeah. And he sits like literally like inches from, from Nefropito and he just stares <laughs> and she's just like, I, if I move, I'm fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, and, and he just sits there yeah. for the whole hour. Cause she also doesn't knew say, like, say a if, word. if, 
if she did fight him, like Mirowen would have killed her because she yeah. let the blind girl die, right? Like, like she right. was just like, like she, she was just in a bad yeah. place. <laughs> she was in a bad place because yeah, she can't let the girl die. She could try to fight him, and she might win, but most likely she won't. Mm-hmm. And then if she does, and the girl dies, yeah, exactly. So she's just like, I gotta see this through. So eventually, she does, and, and with the given promise that you know. Hey, you let me do this for this hour, and then we'll go to where Kite is, and I will heal him. And so then they get that done, and he's and and he's like, "All right, let's go." And she tries to say like, "Well, wait, can I do this?" And he's like, "Do not speak out of turn." He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "He's like, you speak one more time, and I'll kill the girl." <laughs> yeah. It's like, Fuck. Okay. So then they go and they get there and they come up to Kite and that's where Neferpito basically finally um, explains that Kite's been dead the whole time and she's just been controlling him with Nen yeah, and that's it. He's just been a dead puppet. And then the moment happens. Gon obviously breaks down into tears. He kind of like loses all sense of himself and like just kind of like the like like he loses a point like like any point of doing anything and she starts to heal her arm that she had broken earlier to kind of prove that she wouldn't do anything and doing that whole thing and he's like why are you doing that and and she says i'm sorry but i'm gonna have to kill you for my king um and and, and again it's like this very incredible moment where never pito is a very vile character but in in these scenes you can like see you, you you see just a little bit of humanization right like she respects that gone um respected her wishes you know mm. and she like conveys that and she apologizes you know and comes clean about it and everything right so it's like and 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 of course in that moment is like the moment that you get a little bit of humanization for her because right after that Gon makes this decision because he's th- kind of sitting there sobbing, like dead eyes, kind of just like ready to give up. Mm-hmm. And then he says, he says, I don't care what happens to me anymore. And that's the moment that he just starts like sacrificing years off of his life to unlock more Nen energy. Yeah. And of course, everything ensues like how I've described it in my in the tattoo top five episode, where he just starts to grow into his adult form. Black ooze explodes over all of his body, and he becomes you know what he becomes. And uh, they have their you could call it a fight, I guess, but in reality, <laughs> it was more like a slaughter. Yeah, where they have their he, event. Yeah, he basically just kicks her up into the sky, hits her with the Rukshinpo when she comes down, and then the last, like, terrifying, bone-chilling thing from it is Kilua trying to find Gon, and he can see these explosions happening in the distance. And he's like, what the fuck is that? That's gotta be him. And he goes out there, and he just finds Gon just sitting there with her body on the ground, her her head's gone. Yeah. And he's just going, Rok Jimpo. Bah. 
Rumshimpo. Oh, over and over and over again. Just like lost in it. Mm-hmm. Like, and then obviously, you know, a little more ensues, but eventually he completely murders Nefropito. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that scene is like burned into my psyche for the rest of my life. Uh, it's just, a really good one. Yeah. It's just like, it's why I think a lot of people really like Gone um, as a protagonist and why people like Hunter Hunter so much. And like a lot of people will regard Hunter Hunter as like, one of the absolute best um, shonens, and a lot of people argue that it's like better than a lot of like the most popular ones. Sure, because of I think just how it's different, just how different it is, and how like in depth it goes, and how mm-hmm. deep the characters are, and how like how well the writer shifts like your concepts of how to feel about characters and and like all the different facets of them. And Gon is just a very very intense like protagonist to have to follow because there's just so much there um obviously there are other bone chilling moments from hunter hunter that's not this but this one just always hits home for me the hardest for sure so that's my spooky list for halloween we did it it. yeah are you did you? Are you scared? Do you feel scared, Joe? Are you I had my shivers. Boots? I had I had my shivers boots? for sure. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You you brought up some things I haven't thought about in a while. Yeah. Hey, by the way, big shouts out to everybody that got our first Instagram reel to a thousand likes. Woo. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's fucking awesome to see like just how much love we've gotten from that and. uh it has been really Joe, cool. Joe, Joe's a content god. That's that's all I've learned. No, I'm you know? trying. <laughs> he just he just he just he's just got that shit on lock. So, uh, yeah, just yeah, I don't know. Little just a little thank you. Much appreciated. It's really cool to see. Yeah. So, there you go. Peace out, everybody. Stay safe on your Hall- Hall- Halloween night. So, if you want to keep up with the Devil Fruit Gang and all of our going abouts, head on over to Instagram. Give us a follow over at Devil Fruit Core, that is C O R P, and head on over to the Devil Fruit Podcast website. That's www.devilfruitpodcast.com, and you can find links to everything there links to our social media, links to other places to listen to the podcast. You can find our chart of all of our past rankings of animes that we've watched. You can find a link to send us an email directly to us. Get in touch with us. Let us know what you think of the show. Do you like it? Do you love it? Do you have your own suggestion for a top five anime-related topic list that you want one of the hosts to conquer? Whatever the message, we'd love to hear from you. Hell yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. See you.